Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, remember Death Stranding? It's kind of become mm. real life, but it was two years ago. We all thought it was a little bit mad back then. A little bit. A little bit has been generous, <laughs> I think, Scott. It was completely mad, and we thought it was ridiculous, and now, like you said, it's kind of come true. We a little know. bit. So um, over on uh, Reset Era, there's a prominent leaker called Navtra that sort of gets out there and apparently is known for leaking stuff ahead of time. They um, correctly identified a bunch of leaks that Sony did across last year, and they've correctly mentioned a bunch of exclusives, uh, exclusivity deals that Sony were going to do before they were made public. Um, so they're the ones getting out there saying there's a Death Stranding Extended Edition coming um, to both the PS4 and the PS5. But the hook is there'll be new story content. Um, they mentioned mm. that there'll probably be a way to upgrade uh, for free anyway, some way to get access to the PlayStation 5 version or um or sorry get access to i guess like the new features to some degree but um they do mention the assumption of there also being a paid version that will give you this new story stuff um what's your thoughts on them flesh because we're some of the only people that finished that game the trophy data isn't the <laughs> kindest to it um without going into spoilers necessarily do you want more story mm-hmm. stuff from big cod it's it's just such a strange one this scott's helping because i did love death stranding and i loved its story but it almost mm-hmm. felt like a complete package like where that game's game ends no spoilers I don't know how they could um, add more stuff to that. And I also think it's quite a difficult game to like just pick up after you've put it down for a long time because mm. you know it's, it's mechanics are kind of so demanding and the way you build that world is so demanding that you almost have to be in it. Like I always think I'm going to go back and get the platinum, but I know picking Same. up where I left off will be virtually impossible. So it's going to be interesting how they release you know, this potential extended or additional story content, will you be able to get it separately and jump into it, you know, from your old save, or will it be kind of like exclusive to this new version where mm. it's integrated within the regular game? Maybe it is just kind of like extended scenes or, you know, a level in between what we've already got rather than a standalone piece of content. Either way, though, I probably will play Death Stranding again on PlayStation 5 with all the added bells and whistles because I did love it. And now, like we said <laughs> at the beginning, it's more resonant than ever, I think. The thing with Death Stranding is that I love my time through it. I think it's one of the most, it was so original. You didn't know what was coming. I love that feeling of like, you know, in an in a industry dominated by formulas and expectations and knowing yeah. what you're getting, not knowing what the hell Death Stranding was and just going through it. And every day we would have different conversations of, oh my God, have you seen this? Have you unlocked this? Have you been over here? Have you talked to this character? Oh my God, it's Jordan Vote Roberts. Like, oh, he's over there. <laughs> and I like, I love that approach to it. And the thing is, I feel like we also uh, put up with quite a lot in because of that. Like you just like for me, I despise the mountain section in that game, and that was where I, I <laughs> feel like not. I I get what it's doing. It's supposed mm-hmm. to like sort of batter you into a paste so that there's the payoff on the other side of it. But for me, that was where all that game's 
endurance system sort of just conf- like just became one where I was like, this is just tedious. This is just horrible. I am just tr- like trudging through the snow, trying to get a bike yeah. up a hill. And it just, it <laughs> felt like I was like in a real world blizzard, just trying to get home, like just trying to get somewhere warm. And so I don't know if, they, if he would ever tweak things like that, but I also wonder if like the, the upgrade is kind of just maybe adding like haptic feedback. Like Kojima is the kind of guy that would do something really unique with a PS5 controller. And I wonder if it's just going to be that, like you'd get your 4K 60 up res and then you do haptic stuff. Maybe you bring in um, the PC versions ultra wide options or something for like bigger TVs. Yes, I wonder if it's going to be something like cool. that. Yeah, I mean, the haptic stuff in particular is so fascinating because that game, you know, it's all about walking and deliveries, but it's about the terrain, it's about the environment mm. and being able to literally feel the differences in, you know, rougher terrain compared to something that won't have you tripping over your own feet, you know, like that will add an added level of not only depth and immersion, but also will impact the actual gameplay itself, you know what I mean? Whether you have resistance on the triggers, because Kojima, you know, he tried to do a lot with making that level of interaction with your character and the world and the stuff in your back, like, Mm. as good as he possibly could, in my opinion, on the PlayStation 4, but he could do so much more with, like, that balancing act, literal balancing act, between the character and between your own hands on the triggers, if you had a bit of resistance in there, if you had, you know, the rumble vibration that could accurately depict where you're going wrong, where you're going Mm. off balance, and that's the stuff that makes me intrigued and interested in how it could be transformed. Yeah, that was why I mentioned, like, you know, how fascinating it was going through that game and how we sort of, quote-unquote, put up with a lot. Because I think a lot of the stuff that made people bounce off it was the reality of potentially wanting it to be, like, another Metal Gear, another more, like, action-focused game or something that would have mm-hmm. this more, like, um, I don't know, militaristic feel or have some sort of cool plot with lots of cool twists in that would be rooted in, you know, East meets, East meets West kind of fiction. Um, and because it was this hiking simulator, like, I totally enjoyed that. I loved it. Like I said, that my breaking point was in the mountains. Um, but having gone back to that save, because I was the same as you, I was like, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm just going to go visit every character and do that and get the platinum. Trudging through that mountain where it was where I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I was putting up with a lot to get through this. Um, yeah. And voluntarily going back to that when there are other things to play, um, it, made it, it just made it sit differently. And I, I kind of wonder how much that initial endurance test through it uh, only works first time because once you know exactly what that experience is if you're going to go back yeah. for like a replay you know extended edition or whatever it'll have to be he'll have to very um place those new story scenes in very specific places for it to be worth let's say you know enduring those things again if he wants us to trudge up that mountain again or whatever else just to get to some more character stuff yeah, it is. It's a game that I'm really conflicted about replaying because I think the opening mm. especially is so much about you just getting to grips with the basic basics and trying to like conquer a very small space. And like, I, I, you know, we've talked about this on podcasts and videos before, but how much time I spent in that opening area when I was just going backwards and forwards trying to master the whole thing before moving mm. on. And I don't think you'd get that same experience on like a second time through, you know what I mean? I don't think it would work quite the same or hit quite the same. But for me, I think even the story itself is worth revisiting because while I know we have differing opinions on how it ends, Princess Beach, mate. Princess Beach, listen, I'm not gonna say it's perfect. I'm not gonna say it's flawless. (laughs) In some parts, I'm not even gonna say it's good, but I think there's enough threads in there and it's well executed enough where I would want to revisit it. Cause I I remember like watching the opening cutscenes, for instance, and Mm. thinking they were some of the best directed video game cutscenes like I'd ever seen, like the sense of tension and the way Kojima like flows his camera around those scenes. Mm. For me, it's even better than some of the stuff in Metal Gear, you know, maybe not from a content perspective in terms terms of the characters and writing and stuff, but the way they're visually presented, I just completely 
blew me away, so I would like to go and revisit that mm-hmm. part of it. And I wonder whether I, I won't mind so much if that's what I'm there for rather than the gameplay angle, which I was very much, you know, favoring the first time through. Mm. The thing that makes me wonder on a completely separate note as well is that we did, or me and Jules did back when it first came out, this idea that, or the reality rather, that Death Stranding really didn't sell. Like it didn't actually get to number one in the charts. It came in underneath Call of Duty and then it drastically fell off. I, I initially wrote down it fell down to, it went from second place to eighth to 13th to 31st down to 35th um, in the weeks that followed it coming out in uh, 2018. That was the UK chart. Um, and so if you're Sony, like I always just assumed that they got Kojima on board because they were like, oh my God, we can have the next Metal Gear this is the guy and he'll give us this incredible franchise and then like someone like an artistically minded creator that is him he's like no I'm going to do this crazy hiking simulator I'm going to use this insane amount of money and I'm going to do my vision and I like champion that so much and I kind of wonder if you're Sony um, do you want to sort of try and hint sort of prod him in a certain direction to be like can you just do a little bit of stealth stuff? Just do a little bit of have a character that's made of bees or something. Just sort of do something that's a little bit Metal Gearish. And uh, the fact that he's, if this is all true, that he's, you know, allowed to sort of allowed to do it, the extended edition of the game that didn't sell that well, people didn't really finish. Like that's that's quite unique in itself too. Yeah, it is. I mean, when it comes to Kojima, I think obviously I'm sure they were hoping for another Metal Gear level success, mm. but at the same time, with a creator like that, I think that you do get a lot of points, especially with like the fandom, to just let them kind of like do whatever they want. You know, the mm. fact that Kojima now gets to flex his creative muscles in a way that he never really could by having to continue to come back to do, you know, really good Metal Gear games, not absolutely not slagging that franchise off or anything at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's a lot of intrigue in, oh, what's he going to do next? Might he do more Death Stranding? Might he do this horror game that he's been talking about? I think that would sell a lot because you know just of the leftover respect that people have for pt that obviously never got to happen even Mm. if it's not pt a horror game from kojima like that would be big and while death stranding itself like you said it wasn't this massive blockbuster smash hit on the level of a spider-man or a horizon zero dawn or a god of war every single time sony releases a report or every single time i think a few weeks ago there was a leaked resume or maybe a LinkedIn from someone who worked on um, uh, Sony's PlayStation's like marketing team where they described mm-hmm. Death, Strand- Death Stranding as a successful big franchise that did sell well. So I think over time it has made money. It's not like it was a huge, yeah. huge bomb just in terms relative to the other big franchises. So oh, I think it, like- there was enough there to justify continuing letting Kojima do random weird things in the future. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, their whole uh, party line thing in, t- in 2018 was that it was the second best PlayStation 4 selling be- PlayStation 4 game of that year. But the reality of that statement meant that it was yeah. it was second to Days Gone and it only beat Concrete Genie and Judgment. It was quite a sparse year. Um, so there is that. But yeah, obviously it's sold like it's still sold decently. I just think that I'm curious what what it's like managing Kojima if you're his the people who signed his checks, basically. If you're the guy that sort of greenlit and wanted to get him in in the first place and he's, he just continually wants to do Death Stranding stuff, <laughs> which is just such a unique thing. Thing. Um, but also a very quick prediction because you mentioned the horror thing um, he did a couple of tweets recently where he showed it was like him and Yoji Shinkawa the, uh, his, his main art director uh, working on the, he was like oh this is my next project this is what we're doing going forward and mm. people zoomed in and realised that the Bridges logo is in amongst a bunch of other stuff that's in there ah, um, okay. including um, like a, what looked like a fetus from Death Stranding but outside the like a BB like outside of the container thing and I wonder 
just prediction, sheer prediction madness. What if he's building a shared universe? What if he's doing extended stuff here and he's going to pivot into a horror thing? Because there's horror stuff in Death Stranding anyway. Um, but the whole thing in Death Stranding is you, you already have this horror baseline where you could yeah. have, you know, uh, Sam Bridges over here doing his thing to sort of try and help and stop the decay and everything. But you could do some slow burn, slow crawl corridor horror in a completely different part of the world that's still affected by the Death Stranding. 100% I would really, really enjoy that, especially because we never really got to see what domestic, regular life looks mm. like in Death Stranding. We got no. everywhere else, we got out in the wilderness, but we never really got to see inside those cities properly and what like, uh, what they even really look like and what life looks like in there. So I think you could maybe go down that route, jump into those cities and do a horror game potentially in there that mm. makes it separate enough but still shares the DNA and allows him to have the creative freedom. But I would absolutely take some kind of shared universe because there's so much potential with the premise of the Death Stranding and everything mm. that was introduced in the game especially that you could take it in so many radically different directions without sacrificing any creativity or feeling tethered to a sense of mythology or lore hey? or a certain amount of characters. Thank you, man. I, I was just hoping <laughs> that would slide into the radar and then people will pick up on it in the comments. But you know what I mean? No. Like you can just um, <laughs> you can just have this big world where you can pretty much do whatever you want and it'll probably make sense. Mm -hmm. You would hope so anyway. I think, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm just here for Kojima, whatever he wants to do, even though the Princess Beach scene did completely break me. But <laughs> that's something for the comments to sort of uh, dissect. What do you guys think of the idea of an extended edition of Death Stranding? What would you want from it, gameplay-wise, story-wise? Let us know what you think. For now, Ivan Scott from OurCulture.com. And then Josh from OurCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, bye, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.